and welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 146, Sunday, July 24th, 2022. My name is James Hussain Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough, gritty, and very hot and humid streets of North Yokohama City, right here in the Tokyo metropolitan area, the world's largest megacity. I'm a freelance broadcaster and music writer, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of great tunes. Well, we kicked off the program with an absolutely gorgeous one from the country of Sudan. An album called Beja Power, Electric Soul and Brass from Sudan's Red Sea Coast. That comes out on Ostinato Records, another really good release from those guys. Well, the Beja live in Sudan and parts of Egypt and Eritrea along the Red Sea Coast, traditionally nomadic people. Mainly shepherds, they speak their own language and number about 1.3 million population. Unfortunately, during the very oppressive dictatorship of the late 20th century in Sudan, the Beja were highly persecuted, as so many minority groups sadly are around the world. But this record by Nudi and his Dorpa band is a real wonderful introduction to the Beja people and their music. This is a population I have to admit I had never heard of before, so this album was really educational for me. Well, Dury himself plays what he calls a tambo guitar. It's an instrument that he created combining the stringed lyre instrument, the tambour, or krar, in that part of the world, with an old electric guitar that he found in a junkyard. You know, as I've said many times here on the show, and regular listeners will remember, there's just something so exhilarating about getting an album you have literally zero knowledge of, putting it on and immediately being transported into a world of sound that's so fresh and exciting, and in this case, very, very groovy as well. So, what's happening? Been a little while since I've been back with a regular show. I hope you all enjoyed the very special episode, though, number 145. That was my interview with jazz legend Billy Harper. That's really one of the great highlights of my time working in the music world as a broadcaster and writer, and I can't thank Billy himself enough for his time and his very thoughtful answers. You know, sometimes you meet one of your favorite musicians and you find that their eloquence in the band is not necessarily matched in real life, person to person if you know what I'm talking about. But uh, Billy Harper is the real deal. A brilliant artist and a very nice guy at the same time. I'm still buzzing from having been able to talk with him. Well, I know many of you listening out there are jazz heads like me, so that's an episode that you don't want to miss. Well, other than that, it's been a pretty busy month, actually, for me here. I've got a few side projects taking up quite a bit of time. Had some writing and editing work to do with some strict deadlines. The usual money work and family things as well. Did, however, get to sneak away last weekend for a mini trip over to western Japan to one of the ancient capitals, the beautiful city of Nara. Thanks to the magic of the Shinkansen bullet train, it only takes 2 hours and 20 minutes to travel the 400 kilometers or 250 miles for my American friends from Tokyo to Nara. You know, the Shinkansen is such a great way to travel. I always love it. And Nara, wow, what a stunning place. Well, I went down there with my son, and the two of us found ourselves pretty much speechless at times, seeing the natural beauty of the area surrounding a 1,300-year-old temple complex. The people are also super friendly, giving it a much more mellow vibe than snooty Kyoto. So I highly recommend a visit to Nara if you're in Japan or planning to visit Japan in the future, if and when the borders open up again. 
Oh, and of course, while down in Nara, I did get to visit three separate jazz spots. You know that's an equal, if not more, of a priority for me when I'm traveling. You can see them on my Instagram feed, at Mark Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo. Some pictures of very, very cool jazz spots that my son and I stopped in. Well, I know some listeners as well have asked me if we're going to get a Tokyo Jazz Joints podcast episode up about that trip. We may do so, not sure yet, but keep an eye out for that over the next few weeks. Anyway, enough blabbing self-promotion. Let's get into the good stuff. As usual, plenty new music to introduce on this episode. We've got the latest from the Jazz is Dead project in the U.S. Uh, We've got a jazz and Armenian classical music collaboration. Some new tunes from here in Japan and also down in Okinawa. And a very, very special one from The Vaults by a legendary producer. All that and more coming up, but first... Well, the news the last couple of weeks has been heavy, to say the least. Here in Japan, of course, we had the shocking assassination of former Prime Minister Abe Shinzo. He was shot and killed at a campaign rally. And people are not exaggerating when they say that there is no gun crime here in Japan. This was only the third death by firearms in the entire country in 2022. So for it to be an ex-Prime Minister victim as well was equally, equally shocking. Well, there's also the apocalyptic scenes in Europe and an unprecedented heat wave. Also, my beloved Congo has seen a resurgence of violence in the eastern region of the country. And my own birthland of the USA, well, I don't really need to go on about all that's wrong in America. It should be pretty obvious. But you know, amidst all of this craziness, we've got music. It can't fix those problems, but it can help educate and soothe us while asking all the questions that we might have about what's going on around us. And that makes me think of this one, the angel voice, Donny Hathaway, maybe the only man ever in this good world of ours who could cover a Marvin Gaye classic and still bring something of his own new and fresh to it. This comes from my favorite of his, Donny's live album, definitely a song for his time and for ours. It's him singing Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Let's get into it. Okay, Jazz, episode number 146, Show. Mother, mother, 
Nice, that's a tune called Running With The Tribe, and it comes from Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad. From their upcoming new release, the two legendary DJs and producers first started a concert series called Jazz Is Dead about five years ago, with the aim, in their words, designed to celebrate jazz culture, recontextualize it for a younger generation, and eschew moldy misconceptions about the art form. Well, one thing led to another, and then they ended up starting their own label called Jazz Is Dead, and have put out albums and compilations on it so far, featuring people like Roy Ayers and Doug Karn. The new one is called Jazz Is Dead Series 2011, the 11th release, and it features guests such as Tony Allen, Lonnie Liston-Smith, and Phil Ranelin. I'm really enjoying the entire Jazz Is Dead set of releases. Don't take the name seriously. It's not meant to be that provocative. It's more just to challenge people's ideas about what jazz was, is, and could be going forward forward and you can read all about this cool project at the website jazzisdead.co and that track that we just heard i think is a good representative of what you find there that was running with the tribe adrian young and ali shaheed muhammad well speaking of what jazz can be a couple episodes back i introduced the album compilation cote jazz it's music from the french caribbean including the countries of french guyana and martinique well, I want to share one more from that comp. This one from a musician who comes from the island chain of Guadeloupe, which I have to admit I did not know was actually still part of France today. Guadeloupe is an island chain of six islands located about halfway between Puerto Rico and Trinidad in the eastern part of the Caribbean Sea. This very groovy one we're going to hear is from a musician named Eric Cossack from a very important album he released in 1978, showing the local music of the island's guaco sound. This one is called Communique by Eric Cossack from Guadeloupe. Thank you. 
Wow, very unique one there. It comes from a fascinating album I got a couple weeks back called Jazical Komitas, Passion of Fire. And it features music from Armenia, their folk songs and classical tunes from iconic Armenian composer legend Komitas Vartapet, but reinterpreted here by jazz pianist and composer Joel A. Martin. Well, Joel Martin has been performing around the world for more than 30 years, playing jazz and European classical music. And after discovering the music of Armenia, he became inspired to create this project. Well, I have to say I'm not familiar with Komitas Vartapet or much Armenian music in general, uh, but I'm very intrigued to hear more based on this album. Many thanks, as always, to Zachary Swanson at Crossover Media for sharing this with me and for all the great new music he shared over the years. I think you'll like this one for sure. It's Jazzical Komitas Passion of Fire by pianist Joel A. Martin, music from Armenia. Okay, from Armenia, let's fly over across Asia and land in Okinawa. Well, the island chain of Okinawa, as many of you will know, was for centuries its own independent kingdom with its own language and culture, known as the Ryukyu Kingdom. Of course, influenced by both China and Japan, although geographically much, much closer to Taiwan than anywhere in Japan. Well, Okinawa was colonized by Japan more than 150 years ago, and very sadly, over time, their language and culture was viciously repressed. A couple years back, I was lucky to interview a very important figure in Okinawan music history, Mr. Bisekatsu. He's the owner of Campus Records, which is a label and record store that's put out some of the most important Okinawan records of the last 50 years. Well, Bisakatsu and I did speak in Japanese together, but he explained that as a child, he was actually forbidden in school to speak his native tongue. And any kid who did speak in the Okinawan language would literally be forced to sit in the corner and wear a sign around their neck saying, I must learn to speak proper Japanese. I mean, I, I can't believe that that actually really happened. Just disgusting. And very sadly, the Okinawans are still being oppressed today by both Japanese and American governments, being forced to give up so much of their land for American military bases. Well, as I was learning about all this a few years ago, it really opened my eyes to how much more diverse contemporary Japan actually is, including not only the Okinawan people way down south, but also the indigenous people of Japan, located in the northern parts of the country, the Ainu. The Ainu are another group who over the decades have had to fight very hard to keep their language and culture alive. There's very few speakers of the full Ainu language now today. Well, perhaps the most famous Ainu public figure might be familiar to regular OK Jazz listeners. It's Oki from the Ainu dub band. They're a popular act in the world music circuit these days. Well, several years ago, Oki collaborated with the legendary Okinawan vocalist Oshiro Misako on an album that brought together two of the marginalized groups of Japan for a really great project. So let's have a listen to a tune from the album. This one's called Kita Tobinami, which means North and South. And thanks once again to John Potter for his great mix of Okinawan music collaborations when I first heard this tune. You can hear his full mix over at kolradio.com. This one is Oki and Oshiro Misako. Don't 
Yeah, incredible sound there from a singer named Linda Ayupuka. She's from Ghana in West Africa. With a tune called Daguna, a very modern production take on traditional ceremonial frafra music from Northeast Ghana. This is actually Linda's third album. It's called God Created Everything. As you can guess from that title, the songs are mainly religious in subject matter. But with this very hypnotic, lo-fi electric sound, well, producer Francis Ayamga says that their goal with the record was to take that traditional sound of frafra ceremonies, but put it in the studio and experiment a little bit with percussion and vocal effects while keeping the essence of the ceremonial sound. Really, really cool stuff on this album. And yet another great release out on the Maisum label in London. Thanks as always to those guys for sharing their new music with me. One great record after another from that label. So that was Linda Ayapuka, album called God Created Everything from Ghana. Let's come all the way back to Japan one more time, now for a very international project. Uh, Bilbao, Spain-born Juan Ortiz plays the piano. He's been in Japan for several years now, and he has a new album out on the Crew Records label called Brighter Days. It features Japanese bassist Hiroshi Takase and American drummer Gene Jackson. Well, if you live in the Tokyo area and are a jazz fan, you're certainly going to know Gene Jackson. He plays in so many different groups and jazz clubs around town. Let's have a listen to this one, though, from the three guys. It's called Capsule from Juan Ortiz's album, Brighter Days.
présence à mon tel équimbongo et Ibaka, Oko Pesandoto Lissouma Valdeko, Ako Zongateo, Nasima, Oko Yebanani Aligimoto, Sokiyo Sokiye. Magnifique. You don't really need an introduction to that tune at this point if you're a regular listener, but just in case we've got some first-timers today, that was the sweet, swinging sounds of Congolese rumba. The band is Franco and Le Tout Puissant OK Jazz. Yes, the group that this podcast is named after. Well, a tune called Alimatu from 1974. This song was actually the first Congolese rumba tune I ever heard. The only time I ever got to visit Paris, France, of course, I wanted to hit some African music record shops. So I found one run by a guy from Senegal. And remember, this is the real early days of the internet, so there wasn't much information available online then. 
But I was able to find this guy's store. I go in, and he starts speaking to me in French. Can't understand anything at all. And all I could say was, you know, I want to hear music from Congo. As I had read about Roomba in a magazine, but I'd never heard an example of it yet. Well, the shop owner starts babbling away in French again. He hands me this CD, and he says, Congo, OK, jazz, c'est magnifique. Now, that I could understand, and for sure, it was magnificent. I was instantly in love with the Lingala vocals, the punchy horn lines, and that unbelievable guitar playing by Franco himself. And I've been hooked ever since for more than 20-plus years. So I'm so, so happy to say for listeners based here in Japan, the documentary film The Roomba Kings about the history of Congolese Roomba will finally be showing here in Japan in September at Peter Barakan's Music Film Festival in Yurakucho. As soon as the showtimes are set, I will promote it, of course. Highly recommend you go see this film. I was able to watch it a couple times last year in order to write an article about it for Songlines Music Magazine. Well, I've been waiting so many years for someone to make a film about the greatest of all world music, Congolese Roomba. So it was a thrill to hook up with director Alan Brain to talk about how he made it and then to write about it for the magazine. Well, more details soon about the dates and times at the theater in Yurakucho, I promise. Producer Charles Stepney was a legendary figure working with groups like the Rotary Connection and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, he very sadly died young in 1976, and his name, while known among deep music fans, is kind of forgotten by the general public, which is a real shame, as he was doing things in the studio back then that were truly mind-blowing. Well, Stepney's three daughters, Aber, Charlene, and Chante, have worked for years to protect and promote his legacy, and now have helped to oversee the release of home recordings done by Charles, never before released, with him on all instruments and production. It's a beautiful release, which includes not only his music, but interludes with the daughters talking about his music and his life. A really nice tribute to a very, very special musician and producer. Well, let's hear this one that's simply called Step on Step great Charles Stepney. And again, another wonderful release from the international anthem label in Chicago. Thank you. 
Oh, as lovely as it can get, the sound of Tumani Giabate and Balake Sisoko on the Kora, one of the world's most beautiful instruments from Mali in West Africa. That was a tune called Salama. From an album that's a desert island disc for me for sure, I've introduced it here on the podcast a couple times over the years, New Ancient Strings. Well, you know, that particular tune called Salama, I vividly remember having on repeat way back in 1998 when I was first wandering around the streets of Tokyo, getting off at every station on the Yamanote line just to explore CD Walkman in my pocket. How's that for some old-fashioned imagery there? A CD Walkman. I mean, I don't even think my kids would understand that if they looked at it. Well, you've been listening to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 146. Don't forget, you can hear every episode from number 60 through 146, either via iTunes, SoundCloud, over at tokyojazzsite.com on the program page. And all recent episodes are also at kol-radio.com. The playlists, they are all over the place. Tokyo Jazz Site, kolradio.com, Instagram, etc. And if you are listening via iTunes, please do leave me a review. And send me an email. Love to hear from listeners everywhere. Mr. Okjazz at marktokyojazzsite.com. Well, it's time for me to get out of here and do some housework, though, with the weather being a ridiculous 33 centigrade with 80% humidity. I think that housework may mean sitting up on my rooftop and drinking a couple cold beers. I mean, it's Sunday afternoon in July. I think that that's excusable. But I will be back soon with the next episode, I promise. Until then, in honor of the great Billy Harper, who I interviewed on episode 145, let's go out with what may be his masterpiece. We talked about the genesis of this recording during the interview, and you could really hear Billy's love of Japan and respect for Japanese music. This is his version of the folk tune, Soran Bushi, the master Billy Harper. Minasama o kiki tadaite, arigatou gozaimasu. Oaitewa, James Catchpole deshita. 